the oats, under the oats, under the oats, under the oats. Bäme jetzt unser, dann war jetzt unser, take it from me. What do they got a bunch of oats? We got a hard crustacean Every time something goes wrong, they want to move under the sea. Was that? The Simpsons one. Remember where he's like, when our life's better, under the sea, and it's just a montage of him eating fish and like singing crustaceans. I was just thinking that song, like, Lisa, what's your favorite movie? Well, he taped over, it was The Little Mermaid. That's right, The Odd Couple. We got a very special episode of Super Larios by this podcast. For one, we're not in the, the Larios podcast recording studio. Or even in the state. No, we're in a whole new weird confederate landscape in Virginia where slavery is still legal technically in a few <laughs> distinct remote areas. Yeah, and the only state where there's a Robert E. Lee highway. <laughs> He's a hero here. And, more importantly, we're here with the more extended members of our family. You've heard Teresa, our sister, before. She's here. Hi. But we also have our father, the patron of the Larius family. Speak now or forever hold your tongue. And we also have our little brother Alex here. And the third hey. Larius brother. Hey, oh. So I might remember him as, as the last fact. I want cake! <laughs> Quiet, Alex. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Dad, how's it going? It was going good to the start of the movies. Start of the movies? Yeah. Yeah. That's retracting his you were <laughs> ringing endorsement of... Of Spectre? Yeah, you were the one who was all on board. We saw Spectre earlier today as a family. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Just in case. And I loved it. Okay, Until... <laughs> Until the accident? Until, Until our... the accident. Until that was at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> It was. It was devastating. That was during the girls' trailer or the sisters' trailer. I don't know when it was. I think I missed a lot before. <laughs> I think it was ahead. Of my you didn't miss much. The sisters' trailer looks really bad. But it soured an otherwise wonderful movie. To be fair, we didn't know about it until after the whole crisis was had resolved now, itself. Terry, do you want to explain it, or should we explain it from our perspective? <laughs> I'll explain it first, and then okay. you can chime in with your lame response. All right. So I, I waited to get a movie concession dessert, a Oreo <laughs> churro. Yeah, this is a court. <laughs> you have to be clinical. <laughs> a confectionery dessert like concession from the theater cafeteria. Anywho, after I got it, I walked into the movie theater and I saw that we were seated absurdly close to the screen for reasons I still don't know why. I, I picked. We arrived late. That explains it. We were at, to to define it completely, we're in that break between where the back rows stop and there's that alleyway and then there's like the front row seats. We were in the furthest back row pressed up against that walkway between the two sections, basically. Or as they call it in Virginia, where the black people have to sit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And keep in mind, that means everyone in the back of the theater can see you up front from where I'm walking in. So I decided... Not to try and walk over everyone, the four people in the room right now, the four guys. That was your mistake. So I decided that I'd just go along the other side and come in the aisle that way. But I didn't realize that the floor was not even and that there was a step. So as I'm just walking, all of a sudden my ankle comes out from underneath me and I go, oh shit, 
and I fall to the ground, my churro goes everywhere. Oh, no churros. <laughs> I totally lose the icing for it. And I'm sitting there on the floor, totally mortified, because everyone in the movie theater just saw it. Again, she's in the alleyway between the two. Behind so us. The entire back row section. This is this is the movie for them right now, because nothing started. It's it not is. even not even trailers. People gasped. And then five people came running up to me as I'm sitting there on the sticky floor, just beat red. And they're like, do you need help? Can we help you? And I was like, no, my family's right there. And everyone's staring because no one is getting up from where I'm pointing. Like, no movement whatsoever. So I fi- I'm finally waving them away, and I stand up, and I'm like, fuck the icing, because that rolled under a seat. And I walk over. I found well, it later and ate it. <laughs> and I walk over to where the seats are, and I sit down, and I just, like, am... So heated, and Mikey picked the unfortunate seat right there, and I look at him, and I'm like, you fuckers didn't even do anything. And he looks at me, and then he goes to Christopher, he's like, Terry fell down, but the churros are okay. (laughs) And from then on, I just did not, I was not in the movie mindset at all. All right. (laughs) Which is a shame, because you had a solid three hours of cool down. (laughs) You had to sit for a while. All right. None of us... All of us will attest that none of us heard any of this happen. I didn't even hear the gas. As yeah. as far as we're concerned, you could have been fighting with ghosts back there, and it, it would have been the exact same amount of story for us. Like we didn't recognize any of this happened. We didn't hear it. We didn't see it. I felt bad after like understanding it happened, but then afterwards, it's now like just like I wonder what else would have, like could I had tripped going out of the theater, and all four like every all three of you guys would immediately gather around like Christopher, you all right? Let's carry you to the car. Are <laughs> yeah, you okay? Everyone out of the way. Ding, 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 ding. But it was just it was so upsetting. Everyone else in the theater saw it. They saw this girl walk in, just go down, and then no one in the group Spill that her she, ice, <laughs> icing everywhere. No one in the group that she sat with went to help her. Yeah, she saw, they saw you get up. Walk alone and then Shamefully. come down and then sit down next to four people who had not even four turned. men, four <laughs> men who did nothing. And now it's his defense; he's barely even a teenager. <laughs> oh, it was it was infuriating and very embarrassing. Well, on the plus side, at this point, it sounds like it was more emotionally traumatizing than it was physically, so I'm very happy to hear that. Yeah, how's your ankle doing? Don't ask me how your psyche is, your trust in your family It right does, now. it does sting a little, I'm not gonna lie, it stinks. I mean, it's obviously not broken, but it's definitely sore. Do you want an ambulance? <laughs> so, Mikey got me ice, five hours later, thank you. Yeah, that's a generous time frame to give him on Hashtag hero. <laughs> Uh, so I guess what we're really saying is... <laughs> I turned in, like, Mariah Carey's When a Hero Lies in You while I did it. <laughs> when you find somewhere to die. I don't know that song. I realized as soon as I started singing it. <laughs> You're like, oh, my Mariah Carey knowledge isn't nearly as good as I the thought The hero lies in you. So I think what we've kind of discovered from this is that Terry's a little bit of a klutz. <laughs> I, I think it's more... Bit so. of a drama queen. Oh. You didn't even get to enjoy the churros. Well, you got some of them. but you. I picked... Three up off the floor. Wait, they and fell just out of the floor. Them. I did see. I turned enough to see. Like, are the churros okay? And then they Terry give a look and then just throw the box on the ground. I did. <laughs> it was just like, Ugh. well, at first I thought they were. I was like, so this isn't a total loss. And then she's like, well, spikes them. And like, that's the moment where I hear Mikey in his mind, like, I can still eat those. Like, if you don't want them, I'll I'll wait fifteen minutes to see if she cools down. 
If they're still on the ground, though, I'm diving for them. <laughs> now, didn't Mikey once eat a hot dog that was rolling around on the floor of a movie theater? That was Christopher. No, that was you. There's, you've revealed it to too many people now. Though for years... And then he farted at Rocky and Bullwinkle. It was really smelly. For years he convinced people that I farted and ate a hot dog off the floor in a movie theater. In the same movie performance. If only because I got so fat. How uncouth. I was so tiny when it happened, but the story just transcended to the it point... It ballooned as you did. To the point where I was like, does he even believe that I was me? Like, I know he's lying, but I feel like he's now convinced himself of this story. But to be fair, I did have to go see Rocky and Bullwinkle because of you. I mean... Not the cartoon. The Robert De Niro one. Yeah, I think John Goodman was in it somewhere. Yeah, uh... Was he? I feel like there, I feel like there was a John Goodman joke in there somewhere, like... I know he like plays a cop. Jason Alexander. Bad, like I'm John Badman now, or some some oh, John yeah. Goodman esque joke in there. It wasn't good. Keenan and Cal make a cameo. Do they? It's like movie isn't stoned out college kids. Rocky and Bullwinkle. Not Rocky Balboa. Although that does look pretty sweet. Creed. Yeah. Creed's looking pretty tits. Oh, how can I not? Oh, that's because I'm searching Rocky and Balboa, which is not <laughs> <laughs> Rocky not Balboa, big, big floppy <laughs> antlers. <laughs> Wait a minute, spelled with a P. <laughs> the Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle, 2000. Um, I don't remember it being a good movie. It was uh, not at all. <laughs> Robert De Niro, Rene R- Russo, Piper Piper Parabo. Parabo? She was Parabo. from... Coyote Ugly. Where John Goodman played her dad, right? Yeah. Call it's not Ra- a love interest now. Carl Reiner. <laughs> Randy Quaid. Carl Reiner was in it? Steve Martin was the bad... No, I'm thinking that was one of the really bad Looney Tunes. Commercial. Yeah. John Goodman was in the movie as Oklahoma Cop. Oh. Uh, uh, Jonathan Winters. Oh, yeah. That's right. Janine Garofalo. Keenan Thompson. Kel Mitchell. David Allen Greer. I feel like David Allen Greer... Does he... He's not dead, is he? No. I feel like he was all over. He's got a show on ABC right now. It does he? I think it's like follows Blackish. That can't be a good lead in. It's it's ABC's Black Hour. (laughs) (laughs) I just remember him from Jumanji. Well, all right. So, point being, Terry fell in the movie theater. It was pretty funny. Last we had all around, (laughs) and something we'll treasure now. Unlike Spectre, which. Almost unanimously, people were pretty mad on Dad, though, for as smart as a guy as he is, seems to have a pretty terrible taste in movies. Greatest movie ever. That seems like hyperbole. (laughs) Which he says at least four times a year at various movies. You said said that to Lucy. Lucy was a great movie. (laughs) What did you enjoy about Lucy? (laughs) I haven't seen it, but based on everybody else's recommendation, I don't ever intend to. It's terrible. (laughs) You did that's way for your defense. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson, what else? That that's it? I mean the, there's a lot of movies of Scarlett. Is she Johansson. naked the entire movie? No. No. Okay. She like changes her hair to a brunette from a blonde, and that's pretty much it. That's Alright, well I was expecting Dad to come in like, well the cinematography was pretty good and really when you think of it, I think Dad just likes to be antagonistic. Dad I think is where we get our shit stirring qualities from because I feel like it's really it's really your big enjoyment in life is is poking at the uh, poking the bear and running away. Yeah. Stirring a pot. 
I'd compare Spectre a lot to uh, Dark Knight Rises. On a, its own movie, it would have been fine, but coming after Skyfall, it, the bar was pretty high, and it just didn't go close to it. All right, well, just right now, just if you haven't seen Spectre yet, and you want to see it, or you don't want to know anything about it, just be aware, might be some spoilers ahead, so... Bond throws asparagus at Batista. <laughs> That's really what I just wanted to talk about. There's just the weirdest point in the movie where James Bond's on a train and Batista, who plays like the henchman kind of character, Mr. Hanks, Mr. Hanks, like smashes in and just starts kicking the shit out of Bond. Like he's been chasing him the whole movie. Finally catches him. They have a fight, and Batista's such a big dude. Bond can't really fight him. He's trying to, but he's like kind of like getting thrown down this train. And finally, yeah. he stops like just getting tossed down and starts running away but he runs into the kitchen car and you're like alright Bond's already attacked this dude twice with fire he, like clearly he's gonna pick up like a pan and throw like scalding oil at him or something he reaches into a pan grabs like a handful of asparagus <laughs> and tosses it at Batista as though it's going to stop him like a minute ago his girlfriend hit him in the head with like a candlestick and he was just he just bitch slapped her and that's it that was his only reaction to it I don't know why James Bond's like, take these vegetables! Arr! While he's like fearfully retreating down the dining cart. A very unmasculine, like, <laughs> yeah. un, like, it was like someone took a blooper cut and like just inserted it into the movie. Like, oh, he's supposed to grab that scalding hot pan and hurl it at Batista's face. We won't grab the vegetables this time. The oh, Sam right. Smith song starts making a lot more sense. <laughs> Writing's on the wall. The worst part about that scene was after he threw the asparagus at him, he grabbed the pan, threw it at him, but missed and hit the wall. I see. I, I, I must have just been yeah, so baffled by the asparagus. I, I missed the asparagus. Actually. I feel like he didn't even. I remember the pain. I feel like there wasn't even like I was like, where'd Batista go? Because I just blanked out for the like, next five minutes. Like, oh my god, that was ridiculous. Why would he throw asparagus at him? And he still didn't beat Batista. His girlfriend had to come in and save him. I mean, I guess you could say he outsmarted him. And he got that rope around. Bringing him. a girlfriend to the. <laughs> well, I, I mean, she shoots him. Yeah, you've been dead otherwise, but that's Bond. Um, no, it's not. Bond has to be saved by women countless times. That's not. Isn't that almost like a trope, though? That I think that Asian, one? whatever the Asian one was, was that uh, Tomorrow Never Dies. Yeah, Tomorrow Never Dies. I think she saves him a couple times, but she was supposed like, to be like an action star. I feel like that's part of almost the Bond thing, though. Like usually, I'm sure Bond Denise girl, Richards never had to save. That's because she was a rocket scientist. She used her brain to save him. How dare stupid. you talk about Christmas Jones like that? <laughs> Christmas comes only once a year. <laughs> oh, not this oh, one. It's such a gross. That is like a disgust. It doesn't money. No, not money. Penny says it. he says it, but money. Penny's listening. You expect yeah. Judy Dench to be like ill and just turn the TV off. <laughs> yeah, like ill. That's gross. But she acts like she's never heard of sex before. She's like, "What is going on?" Oh, James. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Dad, we saw. I feel like. I think I, I definitely saw The World Is Not Enough with you. That's the one in the submarine with that... Uh, newspaper guy. That was, Yeah. I, didn't, I don't think I saw the Korean... That's the one with uh, Jane, or, um, Denise Richards in it. Yeah, this nuclear submarine one. Do you remember it's, that one? Yeah, I do. Is that the one where at the end they, all fl- they were in the submarine and sunk in the ground? Or in the bottom of the ocean they all swim away? Yeah, I, think so. I believe so. Um... Did we see that? Because I know I have seen at least one Bond movie with you. I've seen them all, so I don't really. Recall. Do you remember seeing them in theaters? Yeah, we always see them in theaters first. Are you a big Bond fan? Love Bond. Love Bond. Love. I look forward to his new movies every couple of years. Any thoughts on uh, the next James Bond then? No, I just just look forward to it. 
I don't think it'll be that black guy, though. Idris Alba. If Dad has his way. <laughs> Dad has any stake in this argument. He's like, if Virginia has a say in it, which they won't, but... It won't be my Bond. Who's your favorite Bond? Because you had to oh, see him a lot. You've seen well, them all. Yeah. Right? I, I You're probably my, a teenager, right, when Connery was getting... Yeah, my favorite one is Daniel Craig, but before that, I like Pierce Brosnan a lot. Not a lot of people say that, like, no. Brosnan. I mean, that's what I grew up with. Like, that's the movies, like, I kind of saw first, so that's the only one I really know any intimately, but... Who was the guy before him? Roger. Ro- no, uh... Yeah, I know who you're talking. He only did the two movies. Um, the blonde guy. No, it wasn't blonde. He was the the one bad guy in the Hot Fuzz movie. What's his name? Uh, uh, actors who played James Bond. He only did License to Kill in one other one. That That's not the one I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of a different guy. There was... Pierce brought Roger Moore. Roger no. Moore. He's Roger the Moore is the second Bond, yeah. Yeah, but he was, he was too, uh... uh Jovial and you know, just too campy with him. Yeah, and I think he was like in his late forties when he started doing it. Yeah, yeah. There was Daniel Craig, Sean Connery, Pierce Brosnan, Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton's who one, I'm thinking of. The one that was just one movie, right? No, he was two. George Lazenby just did the George one. George Lazenby, okay. Yeah, on Her Majesty's Secret Service. And his he was a worst bomb. He was a model. Like he had no real acting background at all. They just looked for like who's a dreamboat that we can probably schnooker into signing a big contract, and they still couldn't keep him on the leash. And he's still like, no, I'm done. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I should really... Pierce Brosnan was good. I felt the those movies, outside of GoldenEye, I don't think any of the movies hold up that well. I'd have to see them, but... I don't know, I guess... You can get a, a pretty good gist by Wikipediaing them. Well, the plot's there. I mean, the plot in this one wasn't very good. Like, it, it's, yeah. I don't go to Bond for the plots. I go for, like, wacky villains, which I think maybe that's the big problem with the Pierce Brosnan ones. They really don't... All of the villains are just the same thing. Like, some yeah. kind of, like, businessman who's going to just commit some act of terrorism to make a bunch yeah. of money really quick. But he has no distinguishing features, no, like, cool henchmen, nothing like that. The Korean one was the Korean, like, general that faked his death and came back as a white British guy. That just sounds ridiculous. Yeah, but he doesn't act Korean at all. <laughs> but then his henchman was the guy that got screwed over on a diamond heist, and the bomb blew a bunch of diamonds into his face, so he's got, like, the speckled face with diamonds. That sounds kind of cool. Maybe yeah, he's actually like a bad guy from Die Another Day. Perhaps I will. Die Another Day cactus. And it cost him his eyebrows, too, so he's got, like, a really weird rounded face. Um... Yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I should probably check out them. When's, was that also the last time John Cleese was uh, Q? Because I remember oh, it's God. like a sad scene, yeah, too, because really he's like, I'm just getting a little too old for this Bond, so this is the last time I'm going to help you out, but here's a little parting gift for you. He gives him like this uh, speedboat, basically, that like helps save him in one of the parts of the movie. John right. Cleese takes over. John Cleese takes over? Yeah. The okay. guy from Monty Python, he became Q in, like, the Pierce Brosnan ones. There used younger. to be a super old guy that had been doing it since, like, the old Sean Connery days. I thought, wasn't there? Is this all He like had that? that really sad scene where, like, Pierce Brosnan, like, so where are you going? And he's just, like, slowly lowers, like, a, in an elevator, like, and doesn't say anything. It's really weird. I remember being, like, really bummed, like, and it was only, like, the second Bond movie I ever saw, but I just remember being really sad, like, oh, he's, like, Q and him's just the... He's going away. It's like he's dying. It's really sad. Yeah. If I had a moment, I'd check it out now and make myself all teary-eyed. I his name. But I think he had been, like, the original Q for a long time. Yeah, that old guy. Yeah. 
He wasn't an Alex. Dad's like, shut up. Dad's <laughs> like, who gives Big girls. John Cleese is my cue. I taught you both how to change your oil in your car. You didn't thank me once. The new cue's the best. Like, the gay hipster guy. The one who looks like John Oliver from certain angles. What? Just with scraggly hair. Uh, I guess because I see British guy white with glasses like that and like a kind of hipster outfit. And no, like, but like total bedhead all over yeah, the place. Yeah, I mean, obviously the hair is what changes it. And he gets out of that, he's in like a, I mean, he's in what, like a ski lift with these two assassins. And I guess a bunch of people get in so they can't kill him right then. But you never see how he gets out of that without killing him. Wouldn't they have just kept following him? Yeah, he yeah, as soon as they opened up the door, he yeah. used them as, them as like a shield and slid out. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. then he went. Then he went to some mysterious door while the assassins walked past that room. I'm sorry, my brain had to like clear out space <laughs> in it for, after a while. Like, this is so much storyline going on. <laughs> well, well, were you thinking of the asparagus again? Yeah, it was all Terry's uh, drama. <laughs> I know. That caused everybody. Every, like no, every twenty got... minutes watching the movie, Terry would just be like, "Me, <laughs> me." <laughs> It got no attention. That was the problem. <laughs> My ankle was blowing up. I tried. Oh, Desmond Lewin. That's uh the old guy. That's the old guy. Is he alive? No. Uh, no, he died in 1999. So he must have died relatively soon after that. Yeah. What was his last Bond movie? Uh, it looks like it was Tomorrow Never Dies. And the first one? Uh, that's what I'm looking up here. Carry on. Go back to talking about how Terry oh. embarrassed Well, to himself. be fair, I was sitting next to Terry. I passed her epic story along to the person to my right and it just kind of like a bad game of telephone it just kind of died there oh no I mean a, a game of telephone would have had me say something to dad <laughs> that's, this was just an outright like hm, that's interesting I don't know why you weren't concerned pointing to dad because you are the only one that I know that acknowledged me walking in and then not taking a seat until like four minutes later. <laughs> like no one was looking at you. you I guys, just like, assumed the Oreo churros were taking a really long time because <laughs> yeah. they were going to be so good. No, no, no. Yeah, dad icing. saw me come oh. into the movie theater and then disappear. With- <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of an appropriate answer. Dad said they're like, I wonder if the Bond girl is going to be in a bikini. <laughs> Uh, the World Is Not Enough was his actually his last movie. Uh, Twine, as we called it at the time. Uh, he was in at least Diamonds Are Forever in 1971. Okay. His Majesty's Secret Service, He Only Lived Twice, Thunderball, Goldfinger. He was in them all then. Goldfinger, or no, Doctor No's the first. Doctor but Goldfinger's the second, I think. Yeah, it looks like he wasn't in Doctor No. But yeah, he was in Goldfinger, which was 1964. Yeah, that's 35 years of being Q. He did look pretty bad by the last couple, though. That's what I mean. I remember being at the end, he was like a super old guy. So that's why I'm like, wait, there's a young, hot Q? Well, that's not right. He's supposed to be some old dude. Q, what does this do? Oh, something. Just hit that button. It blows up or it blows someone else up. Something. You'll figure it out. Moonraker. Goodbye. (laughs) Moonraker. (laughs) I figured, though, since we have Dad here, it's a good chance to tell some good Dad stories that perhaps we haven't. And I can think of no better place to start... Then with Sam's Choice Cola. As we all know... My old friend. <laughs> back in the day, our parents were divorced, so every summer or so, we'd go over to visit Dad, and without any hint of exaggeration or bitterness, Dad liked Terry more than me and Mike. <laughs> it was very clear back then. With a D at the end, like it's yeah. past tense. Like. <laughs> well, obviously he didn't like her too much. Well, he didn't today, like her when she spilled out the beer. <laughs> 
Like, Dad could have gotten a text message that said, ah, from Terry. <laughs> you just been like, my phone's still on. <laughs> but hope it's a two-piece. When we stayed there, uh, we get groceries, and our family is big into drinking Coke. Almost all of us did for a long time. I had a Coca-Cola bathing suit. Uh, my first word was Coke. Well, this is sad, actually. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love I Coke. can't beat either of those <laughs> two. But. It, it, was, it was a pretty bad time. We loved Coke. Dad loves Coke as well. And you got Coke for the family, except me and Mikey, who you forced us to drink Sam's Choice brand cola. <laughs> it, was, it was a very strict rule. You were like, you guys can have the Sam's Choice cola, but it was broken for Terry. But Terry, Terry Bear. Regular Coke. <laughs> Terry Berry. And it probably saved her life. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Terry probably just stuck her feet down and was like, I'm not drinking Sam's Choice. So Dad eventually had to. I feel like me and Chris were like, we're not drinking that at the hour late. It's like, nah, fuck it. It's something. <laughs> it's that or nothing. You just didn't put a big stink up. So he knew we could get away with giving us Sam's Choice. I believe your father drank Sam's Club too. The story's changed over the years from his side. First it was like, no, we definitely gave you all Coke. And it's like, maybe I drank Sam's Choice too. Next week it's going to be like, I don't think anyone had Coke. I think we all drank water back then. Oh, Terry deserved to have real coke. <laughs> Did we? You saw her oh, report yeah. cards. <laughs> I remember yours. They weren't coke worthy. That one you faked. <laughs> Even that one wasn't that high. And we were talking earlier. I don't have memory, many memories of it, but we were talking about El Salvador earlier. And I guess the shock that came with your like first day in the country. I guess Terry was robbed or had her stuff stolen. Do you remember I... They took stuff out of my suitcase because I packed my favorite outfit. And I remember getting there and it was gone. And mom was just like, this is the country we live in now. Like, some, like someone actually went in the suitcase and took some clothes of ours. You mean some poor kid that needed it more than you? I was in a new foreign country. <laughs> I didn't see I mean, dad taking the shirt off his back. <laughs> but I can't give it to some kid. <laughs> it was devastating. But it was, uh, it was a cool country. I mean, I liked it. It was just weird. And what kind of chicken was the best chicken in the world? <sighs> Pollo Campato. Did you ever tell the story about the Thanksgiving? The best Thanksgiving? <laughs> the best <laughs> Thanksgiving you ever? <laughs> uh, no. I guess and we... how that holiday has really just been a very, I don't know, bookmark. It's, it's never been worse than that. It's almost like, you know, like... Um, Even after Mom's stroke, it was worse. <laughs> it was like, you know, like Family Matters always had a really good Halloween episode. I feel like that's like the Larry scenes. We always have a really eventful Thanksgiving. There's always something to talk about. Whether it's bean soup or <laughs> the greatest Thanksgiving, da 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 that Terry wasn't asked. There's always good ones. Turkey was so good that year. It was ridiculous. It was so... Everything was amazing. It just Terry wasn't there for it. Even the capon? Uh, capon, that's another great one. I feel like if you ate the capon, it would have been fine. Maybe. Who knows? There's so little of it, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, we had one Thanksgiving while we were in El Salvador, and I guess we just wanted to have it. We didn't eat at home. We ate at, whoa, Chili's. Chili's? Yeah, Chili's. Chili's. He's right, Chili's. We wanted something familiar. And for a very long time in my life, I was a very picky eater. It was, like, to the point <laughs> I would... 
Oh, you can't see it. But I, his but face is already a guitar tongue rolling. Oh, if we could see the tongue roll one more time. Uh, I used to only eat like cheeseburger and like very plain stuff, like no toppings on even that. And I went there and I was I'm two at the time, maybe three. I think I was two. And for some reason, I ordered nachos, and they came with just a whole bunch of shit on it. And the dad you have, like, the dad that exists now, if you get something you don't like, he'll pay for a second meal. If you ate, if you ordered something back then, you finished it. There was no question as yeah. to it. it. It wasn't even like you just won't eat it or go with it. It's like you sit at the table until you eat it. Yeah. And I guess he forced me to take a bite out of this, these nachos, and I just vomited all over myself. <laughs> caused this huge ruckus at Chili's. Uh, the I only believe, white family there, easily, <laughs> at that point. And I believe we flew home back to America shortly thereafter. Yeah, it was great. It was sort of the goodbye for <laughs> Salvador. It was already like, mom and dad are like, yeah, we're getting separated. So it was like, okay, this is definitely going to be the last family meal. We'll just pull it together for one more Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, don't you just get regular nachos because you don't like all that stuff, buddy? No! I want nachos supreme! <laughs> I'll beat it. Is that your recollection? Yeah, I was similar to that. <laughs> Did you tip? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Did you think about like not paying just to see if they'll get rid of us? No. No, I was just embarrassed <laughs> that my son couldn't choke down a fucking nacho. <laughs> like guacamole and sour They're cream. They're so gross, I assume. I don't know what was on them. Guacamole, I mean, sour cream. You, if that was where it, that'd feel really bad, because I like both of those things. Those were only, I mean, the rest was like cheese and meat and tomatoes. Like, wow, that sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> kind of really want to go back to that chili. What did you think was on it? Like dead parrots? And <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like a bunch of... Um, <laughs> Papaya? Like, like pika or something, I don't know. No, it was... They're like giant green pepper chunks. Who knows? Onions. It was still chilies. It's not. This is coming from the guy who once was sitting, when we were sitting in the living room in El Salvador, there was a gummy bear on the floor. <laughs> and Christopher reached down, picked up the gummy bear, stuck it in his mouth, and I said to him, Hey, that's not a gummy bear, that's a cockroach. <laughs> It scarred me for life. <laughs> I was like, oh. you don't understand. If you've never been to El Salvador, the cockroach is really... It's a natural they bird. A <laughs> they, they, it's, it's a state animal. I could not be terrified of a cockroach <laughs> in my own home right now, because I'm like, well, in El Salvador, like, if you sat in a chair, you usually had to wait for the cockroaches to vacate first, and then you could sit down. I remember I woke up one day, and Dad was standing over me, and he's... He said, there's a cockroach on, you don't move. I'm like, oh, it's like a Tuesday morning. (laughs) I had to go to school? (laughs) Wasn't there, like, one giant one on someone's wall then, too, at some point? Yeah, yeah. And, like, you had to, like, leave. They had to, like, get someone in to get rid of it. You had to keep turning the lights on and off, because it's like, this is your cue to hide. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? No, I'm staying out here now. Between that, the giant frog outside, and the birds that killed themselves. Giant moth, too, yeah. There's a lot of funny animals. And the dogs you dropped off randomly, hoping they wouldn't return. Well, well <laughs> I mean, you can't open with that story and not explain it. What, the dog? Yeah. You never heard about that? I mean, for the podcast. Well, you had a dog. It was after we left or before we came to Before you got there. Before we got there. You had a dog, I guess, for company? Somebody dropped off a dog, gave me a dog. But I was living in an apartment, and the dog barked and cried all day long. It was a little puppy. 
And so your humane response was to take it in a car and drop it off in unknown territory and just drive back home and forget about it and hope for the best for the dog. About 30 miles away. 30 miles. <laughs> I wanted to make sure it didn't follow me back. That would be your nightmare. <laughs> yeah, it, it didn't follow me back, but I'm sure it's living on a good farm. Yeah. <laughs> it probably found a better family. Yes, it found somebody who loved him. Remember the first day we got there, everyone had, had these like giant fans pointed at their bed on high. We're like, it's not that hot out. Can I turn this fan down? Like, no, it's the only thing preventing mosquitoes from eating you alive while you sleep. You're like, I'm going to like it here. <laughs> like, oh, this is looking pretty good. <laughs> and then we went out and drank soda from uh, Ziploc baggies and watched Tool Time, or Home Improvement. Yes. So I think it was the first time we actually had like any kind of cable overseas. Yeah, and they're all Denver stations. I don't know why. <laughs> that is weird. I, I guess that was a, the only satellite they could steal. <laughs> but it was all, all all Denver stations. That was a nice house, though. It was a nice house, except for that possum that lived on top of the roof. Oh, there's yeah. another. I don't ever remember that. Oh, it sounded like a human being because it had those. What do you call those? The Spanish style tile roofs. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like and the... when that when that possum walked on it, it sounded like there was a human being on top. A couple of times, I got out of the, <laughs> the I, terracotta. Is that yeah, what they call yes. it? yeah, I actually got out of bed grabbed a shotgun, went outside to look for him because there was a lot of thievery down there. So I just assumed it was some guy trying to break into the house. <laughs> and it wasn't until I... Because every time I went out there, there was nobody out, ever out there. So one time the owner came by and I said, man, there's always somebody walking on the roof. She goes, no, that's not a person. That's a big big old possum. <laughs> I said, man, I don't want to meet the possum. It <laughs> sounds like... Sounds that. like a guy. <laughs> That possum must be six feet long. Oh, that's the possum god. <laughs> Maybe you guys didn't tell us about that. <laughs> like, we don't need to give these kids There are already so many other animals to contend with. Yeah. You guys were lucky, though, because you were old enough to actually go to school down there and everything. Your memories. That school was awesome. Old pen it pals was. that I assume you're still very closely in touch with? No. Not a single one. I assumed it was, like, what West Coast schools were like. like Open when you left. hallways? Yeah. Like, that felt... Like so, I mean, every now and then it rained, but that was... Yeah. Do you remember we did, like, the Nina... The Pinta and the Santa Maria exercise at school, and it was after hours, and like it was, you came. Yeah. You came. It was like school. a scavenger hunt. Yeah, it was so fun. Was I forced to go? No, oh, definitely. <laughs> I mean, it's just one if you, you know. Because I have no record. You probably missed like three birthdays in a row, and she's <laughs> and mom's like, "You're going to this. <laughs> You're in the same country." Has Alex ever been to El Salvador? Uh, yeah, about two times. Yeah, but when he, I think he was only there when he was a baby. I don't think he is. Uh, his only recollection is that all the cartoons are in Spanish. <laughs> Which made it less then, enjoyable. And then, um, I think... Oh, SpongeBob, what the hell is this? <laughs> and then, then, remember, you said that my uncle, like, bought us, um, bought me a hamburger and it had all this stuff in it, so I just threw it in the trash can. Oh, vegetables. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was, like, a plastic hamburger. I'm like, great, I really need this. Gosh. One thing I will say, beautiful country. I remember taking us, I don't know if all of us went, but you took at least me on a helicopter ride along the coast. Yeah, that yeah we all went. Like, yeah. he wouldn't Christopher, take his I love that. Like, I, I, just, like, I don't know, me. He, he just, just took me and jokes himself on a regular basis. <laughs> I just said it in the sense that I didn't know if you were there. I knew I was there. I'm going to bring old poop pants exclusively on a <laughs> I, I, helicopter ride. I was going to share a nice moment, but F all of you. I'm glad you fell. <laughs> I'm glad that shirt's too big for you. In Your fact, belly's been sticking out all day. <laughs> 
now that you mentioned, I think Terry actually got to sit up front with the pilot. Well, of course she did. Sounds about right. I'm glad you didn't get drank real coke. She just did like a can. We're like Terry, what's that sound up there? Sam's, Sam's choice. <laughs> do you guys have seatbelts there? We don't have any back here. I do remember it being like no seatbelts, but it was all aw- like looking it was sweet. At, looking over the cliffs on that yeah. coast. It was that's like a sight that like I think like now I like almost think I'm like oh I must have seen it in like a picture or something like that because it's like like those images you see where it's like a like a tourism kind of thing. Like look at the yeah. coast of it. It's like really like that was like the pinnacle of that country's beauty, I feel like. I remember having just having the MASH theme song playing in my head over and over again because that's the only thing, other thing I could relate to a helicopter was like the intro to MASH with them getting off the helicopter like riding over the camp. Were we, were we good on the helicopter ride? I believe so. We, we took many person on the helicopter ride that threw up after it. But we didn't. You didn't, no. You did not. I took only a plate of nachos and a little bit of guacamole. <laughs> With three that. toppings on it. To do <laughs> three pretty good toppings. <laughs> Authentic El Salvadorian guac. Do you have any uh, stories of El Salvador? Any memories of anything we did as kids? Uh, no, let's see. I remember something about getting an a anxious call on the radio when I was about 60, 70 miles away. Say, you know, some stupid dog had died, or a cat. <laughs> oh, Tommy, the Tommy. cat, yeah. Yeah. Ate mom's lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> like a real Garfield? Yeah, it was something, like said, the cat died. Well, what the hell do you want me to do? Mom made, like, a casserole. I, I thought her theory was, like, the gardener had been by and sprayed something new on the yard, and the cat may have eaten that. But it just happened to coincide with, like, ten minutes after mom gave it, like, a casserole to finish that. In fairness to the cat, the casserole was not very good, so everyone kind of <laughs> went with that story pretty quick. Oh, so it, was, so it, it wasn't like the cat ate pasta on its own freely. It ate it no. once and died. Mom put like a little plate of it out there. Oh, she gave it to him? Yeah. She poisoned the Why? poor cat. I don't know, because me and Terry didn't eat a lot of it, I guess. But, like, I've always believed Mom was a smart woman. In what mind would you be like, oh, a cat, this would love casserole. Have you never seen Garfield? Yeah. I mean, it's a It's got to be true for some I mean, I only know cats that don't eat any human food. I, the, the Rolo used to eat pasta. If you left, like, a, if you got, like, a thing of SpaghettiOs and left a bowl, he'd lick that. Liam ate lo mein. That was it. I don't know cats that eat human food. Those Just name two cats that ate pasta. Different <laughs> 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 pasta. One remnant, one in Japanese. You're two for two. I don't own any cats that eat pasta. I just, I can't think of, like, I've never fed, like, left a cat leftovers. It's like a dog thing. We had that other cat for like a day, Garfield, that Dad brought home, and he even told me entirely, like, "All right, don't take him out of the box. Just leave him in the box. Let him come out of the box when he's comfortable." This does sound vaguely. And of course, like as soon as Dad like walks away, me and Terry are like, "Let's get him out of the box!" And he like <laughs> sprinted and made it out of the house. And I think he'd pop in the yard every now and then, but we didn't see him very often. It's too bad. We were very responsible kids. Yeah. Yes, you were. I'm sure we had taken great care of them. We always had, like, jungle cats. Like, they, they were never indoor cats. They were always wild cats. I mean, usually you have cats that don't want anything to do with you, but we really had cats that didn't want yeah. anything to do with us. Well, that cat we brought back from Somalia. Freddy. Freddy. That There's was a, a great picture cat. of him. Is I, it really? I came across one. Yeah, because on the back it says Freddy in your hand, right? <laughs> That's sweet. I mean, before he got all mangled up, too. I love that cat. Wasn't it, like, the cat, the story was, like, one of our neighbors... You thought tried to kill it? Oh, certainly. Because it used to kill the birds. Mm. I mean, she'd get mad because the cat would be out 
out and about by himself doing cat things, and all these birds would get killed. And she goes, "Oh, that stupid cat!" So, d- doing what a cat does. Yeah. Making sure your bird doesn't come down to eat your garden. There's no garden. <laughs> what was that lady? Shingara. Shingara. Oh, to the left of us. Yeah. Yes. She was the one. I'm certain. Dad's incriminating it now. Should anyone of the Shingara family be listening? Just let know. Cat killers. Cat murderers. <laughs> yes. Christmas going to take a quick pause and write a poem for a cat he probably didn't even need. Oh, already long but lost, but never for my heart. <laughs> the parting is just a way of saying hello once more. Time All the, the world's a stage and cats merely players. Everybody knows that's not the way you get rid of an animal. You put it in your car, drive it yes. 60 miles away, and then so drop cats. it off. Leave it somewhere. Ted looked for like the one Chinatown in San Salvador. Well, it was a pretty big highway, too, so. (laughs) (laughs) And I poured gasoline all over the way back so I wouldn't be able to catch the trail. (laughs) And I muzzled it, too, just in case it went bark. Oh, my God, it's like a... I gouged one eye out. It's like, Cough its whiskers. (laughs) I broke a leg. I wanted to make sure I couldn't run. This dog's never coming back, or if it does come back, it's going to be like my Bond villain. It's (laughs) It's going to be my Blowfield. It's going to be like an angry, vengeful spirit coming after me. He just opens the door next morning. Hello, cuckoo. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Hey there. (laughs) Sexy. Oh, thank God hey, you made it back. We got your lunch. <laughs> I'll just take this bowl out of the trash. I knew you were coming back. I was just about to go <laughs> looking for you. What happened? I kicked you out of the car and then I turned around. You weren't there anymore. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> and you guys have always know Mogadishu being better. I was not. I was conceived of in Mogadishu. Oh Never born. Who in says it. that? It's my one real Why is thing. that your tie-in? Because it makes me sound kind of black. <laughs> you think? I've been to Africa in a way, spiritually, and very, very early biologically. Mm-hmm. Well, Mogadishu was great, though. Mike. It was pretty sweet. Yeah. Mom and Dad still happily married. Like before Christopher. All of the sounds insane. Kindergarten. That's like a half day. Where we opened up all the Christmas presents early. Yeah. Ruined every damn cassette tape that I ever had. Oh, yeah. We need a fort, and you just didn't appreciate it. It, it was it's a story I've always heard that you like they had nothing they had nothing in that that part it was like the cassettes with their one piece tying them back yes. to western yeah. civilization I think it was after we opened the Christmas presents though and mom was pissed too and yeah. that but I remember Mikey ran, and we just, like, separated, like, left <laughs> yeah. each other for dead. And I remember they found him first, and I was like, phew! And then Dad saw me under the bed, and I was like, oh. Just rolls and rolls of tape everywhere. Like, Mom's brand new Clint Black cassette. <laughs> like, Can't you hold them back up, though? Can't not, you guys... Not when they're tied in Can't you guys just go down to the local Walmart and pick up another one? <laughs> and then the elephant... Statue. Or the warthog. That it wasn't was. us. That still wasn't us. I'll maintain to this us. day that we didn't. That was broken already. The Petersons. Oh yes, you broke that. No, we didn't. But it was we at. Did. But it was after. It was at the Petersons. We were sitting there watching movies. It was in their car. And no. Yeah, it was. Or was it? Yeah. We didn't, maybe they were inside watching movies. We were in the car. All I remember is it was that warthog. What was it? What's that called? Marishan. I think it was made of Marishan. I think some chalky kind of stone. Yeah. And it was fine before Mikey and Christopher, I mean, Mikey and Terry got to it. 
I gotta believe it was Mikey. <laughs> Those things were like a dime a dozen I, anyway down there, weren't they? I'll be honest, I think it more probably was more so Terry. She was really the devious one in her youth. Why? Because you were the very mischievous one who would just blame it on Mikey because he was too much of a milksop <laughs> to do anything about his little sister blaming things on him. We were like the master. You we were master blaster. I <laughs> you used to both draw on the walls, but you were smart enough to sign yours with Mikey's name, and he'd just be like, "Oh, it's not even that cunning either." Like it's just Mikey was really lazy. <laughs> But no, I remember, we didn't break that, but we got the blame for it for, well, ever. I think it was right after opening the Christmas presents and the cassettes, so we weren't batting a good average. Wasn't there something to it with, like, a VCR? Someone broke a VCR or something like that? Could have. Or someone put a, like, did something with a tape and screwed something up? I like, I like how you I guys... I think they may have put a tape in backwards and we could never get the damn thing out. Mikey. And that was back where if you needed a new VCR, you had to order it, and the catalog took two weeks just to get your letter back to the United States, and about another two months to get a replacement VCR. Oh, or like a $400 VCR yeah. <laughs> back then. It took forever. But I was adorable enough that the maid wanted to keep me when we left. Yeah, every maid wanted to keep you. Didn't, she, didn't you cover yourself with poop once? When I was a baby, you had to put an age to that. <laughs> Christopher, like, do you really want to get into that? Yeah, and poop stories. Yeah, you know, <laughs> so some of them was pretty cool, right? <laughs> a whole lot of nice stuff happened there. Yeah, well, Black Hulk Hogan came Talking about maids there. and complaints about kids. <laughs> Black Hulk Hogan. Yeah, did you ever hear about that? Hulk Hogan was my favorite wrestler when I was down there. Uh, I guess Dad must have been the one that got it. Yeah, it was a got a custom made like a picture from Hulk, a magazine. Yeah, a picture of Hulk Hogan. They made into a like a birthday cake, and not like where you see now, where they just take an image and just basically like transfer it into like a thin layer frosting kind of thing. It was a cake actually made to look like him, but because Hulk Hogan was so tanned, they just assumed he was black. So the, the cake was of a black Hulk Hogan, and it was super sweet. I loved it, and we to this day I wish we had an image of it because. Especially now, after Hulk Hogan's recent transgressions, <laughs> seems like it'd be perfect. It, it was an interesting sight to say the least, because you're like, "Why is Hulk Hogan black?" Like I had to feel like someone had that collected mom at like one point. Like, what? Why is Hulk Hogan black? <laughs> Tell the story, Dad. When uh, we went to get shots, and Mikey had a hasty exit from a vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> well, we we had to get uh, vaccinations for going to Africa, and. They gave you in a series, so you never got all the vaccinations in one day. Hooray. <laughs> so one day we, we went to get vaccinations, and the, the place that we got the vaccination was on this long, winding hill in Warrington, Virginia. And uh, we got the shots, and they said, all right, come back in like two weeks. So two weeks later, we're coming back, and Mikey realizes as we're driving about 30 miles an hour up this hill. Being the cagey four-year-old I was. He, he recognized what was going to go down next. And he unbuckled his seatbelt, opened the door to our Chrysler van. And that was before they had the safety lock so it wouldn't open when it was in motion. And he started to just jump out of the van. This has to be better. His mom had to grab him by the shirt to keep him from jumping out of the van. Wow. I remember their shots being pretty bad, I feel like. <laughs> There's a lot of them. Well, they were. There was a lot of shots, and your mother hates shots. And after doing her, her entire series of shots, they lost her records. <laughs> <laughs> they just lost them. 
And we had to go, go back there, and they said, well, can't you find him? No. She's going to have to get all those shots all over again. Oh. That sucks. Oh, your mother was just a tad irritated. That's blows. Because <laughs> yeah. like I said, there was probably eight or ten shots you oh. had to get all over again. Oh, God. For like things you're like, this still exists? This yeah, there was, there was malaria. The worst one was a shot called gamma globin, which was had a consistency of jello. Ooh. That they would shoot into your butt, and it was just <laughs> horrible. We all got that. Yeah, everybody had to get a oh, oh, it was tough. Sounds vaguely familiar. <laughs> <laughs> That's in you somewhere, Mike. Yeah, and if it's in your butt, and it still hurts that much. Like, well, like I said, normally all you feel is the the pinprick of the needle, but this one you felt the jello getting. Oh, yeah. what did that prevent? I don't know. Is that, is that permanent, do you think? Or do they think this, that vaccination is still good? He's like, Black Plague. <laughs> no, I'm sure it was only good for a couple of years. So every time we went over to Africa, you'd have to get another one. So you're very well-traveled. You've been to, I mean, obviously in just this, we've talked about you know Central America and the Africa. Africa. But where have you been? You've been to a bunch of other places. How many places continents have you been on? Uh, just, I think, I've been to Africa, Europe, South America, Central America. That's all. Never been east of Hawaii. So you've never basically been to like Asia or Australia. Australia. Never been yeah. No, I have been to the Middle East, though. I forgot that. Oh, oh okay. That Korea, still counts as Korea Asia. in the Middle East. I uh, spent some time in Jordan. also went to uh, Kuwait. Saudi Arabia. Wow, you've been to wow. some big-name wow. places. Turkey. Not the sandwich. Not the sandwich. Not the sandwich. So Australia is the only, like, real continent you haven't been on. Yeah. Well, the worst bathroom I ever saw was in Turkey. It was in some rest stop on a truck road, you know, just a truck stop kind of place on a deserted road. And when you got off, all there was was a, a blank cement floor with a bunch of uh, uh, different sets of footprints where you were supposed to stand. And it's just a cement floor. There was no privacy, no oh. stool, no, no toilets, nothing. Was you're just supposed to do your business. Something to wipe with? Nothing. Yeah, was there a hole? No, it was just slanted, so I guess every now and again they would come by and just hose it down. Oh, like, it was horrible. What <laughs> Turkey. What about a platter? That's where we, uh, if, if it's up to me when we plan the, the Spain trip, that's like where we'll have just our, our smidge of a 12-hour delay before we go... <laughs> Between London and Spain. Your ludicrous 12-hour, like, 38-hour delay. To save $80. No, we're talking very seriously about that. You're crazy. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> it was insane, like, the one you sent me. Like, hey, guys, seems like a pretty good price. And I was like, I was like typing my email. I was like, yeah, I guess this looks... And I was like, hold on a moment. And I looked back and I was like, why is it... Sa- hold on, there's a 24-hour layover delay between these? <laughs> I was like, this one, why does this one, like, this one... It's Constantinople. I was like, this one that's $100 more says it takes 24 hours less to fly. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> one of those ones, it's like, hey, we're flying from America to Spain. We'll just make a quick pit stop this? in Istanbul. I was like, it's not anywhere <laughs> on the way. As it was before. Oh, so just as a quick uh, update, that shot, that gamma global... Gamma globin. Gamma It They don't do it anymore. Oh, great. Um, because <laughs> it put the recipient at risk of being infected by the hepatitis C virus. Oh, God. <laughs> but you guys have been checking, I'm sure. You're that fine. explains why my kidneys have so many issues. 
No, I mean, how mad would you guys have been, like, if we took my, if we take my, uh, my ticket idea and, like, hour one, <laughs> you're like, oof, this turkey place is, uh, really not kind of mad, but I gotta take it down. Where's the bathroom? And <laughs> it points at it's just the slanted room. He's like, well, no you hole or anything. You are technically already standing in it. Like, <laughs> but, uh, oh my god. You're actually standing in the bowl. <laughs> You just drop your trousers as I am. Do I just you have just to like, continue along your way? I'm so sorry, everybody. It's, don't worry, only 17 more hours of, <laughs> of a layover. Of a layover. Then we'll go get some great turkey food. Like, why did you assume they'd have turkey just because it's called it? It's not their word. There's very little turkey here. No, it's a lot of baba ganoush. <laughs> and there was no trees. No trees. I drove from the capital which is Ankara, all the way to the Iraqi border, to the, I don't know if it's east or west, but I guess to the west. No, east. It would be to the east. And I don't think I saw a, a freaking tree in the two and a half, three hour drive. Wow. Was that the worst place you were? Yeah, it was pretty It was pretty ugly there. But Chris, you're getting another continent off the list right off the bat. <laughs> we'll all have been to Asia in the worst possible way. Yeah, but still, I was like, why don't I just go to Japan if I want to cross Asia off the list? pretty expensive. This you're actually saving money. It's like they're paying you to visit Turkey or I mean, Istanbul. that's my point, why don't I just find the most, like, butthole crap country that has a plane going to it and go there and go back for, like, 60 bucks. I should see if there's just layovers in dangerous countries to see how much cheaper the price is. Like, ooh, just a quick shimmy through Iran. Dad, are you on board with this ridiculous fiscal plan that Mikey has and 24-hour layovers? Yes. Godforsaken countries. To Alex. save a dollar? <laughs> <laughs> the taxes. That's what it's... No, we'll probably end up doing Terry's idea. <laughs> like you saw. It, like, it wasn't the price. Like I was like, saving the extra hundred would be nice. It was the fact that your plan literally took a day's worth of travel yeah. and added it onto the trip that I was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> like I kept seeing the prices go down. I was like, $550. Like they, the rest of the world must not know about this yet. <laughs> Guys, look at this. And you're like, Mikey, 22 hours in Constantinople. It's I didn't even know that was a country anymore. The layover's bad. It's like an extra eight hours just flying to and from there. In a small Lebanon airport. Yeah, to a plane that only is supposed to go there. We'll probably do terrorists. That'd be sweet if it's just like an hour in London. We just like grab a pint and then get back on the plane. Or Ireland would be tits, but... I mean, you you might cry if you get to go to Ireland. You're like, oh, I get to go to Ireland and Spain in the same trip. Visit so, both of my homelands. I mean, it could have saved $100, but... Dad, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you actually... You, you're very well-traveled, and while you were overseas, you even took part in what some would call a risky surgery for your eyes. Oh. I did, and it reminds me of Michael because they had a surgery down there to fix noses. Unlike, <laughs> make them smaller. And you never, this is braces all over again. You could have stopped this. You could have nipped this in the bud. No, it was, it was before they had LASIK surgery, they would use scalpels to correct your eyes. I want you to get in as much detail of this as possible because more people need to know this procedure. First, tell us about yeah, the, anest the anesthesia they must have put you under. I don't recall any. <laughs> all I remember is that uh, the guy was Spanish, obviously speaking in Spanish, and he just kept telling him, he, as, as he's pointing a, a scalpel at my eye, my eyes kept trying to close, and the guy get mad. He says, look, I can't do this operation if you're going to keep closing your eyes. I said, well, I really thought you'd do something to prevent that from happening. 
Like put something there to stop my eye. You jab me in the eye with a scalpel. Because you had to basically just watch as a scalpel went in and cut yeah. into your eyeball. I'm yes. sorry, doctor. I told you to stop calling me that. It's <laughs> <laughs> legal ramifications. <laughs> and the worst part was when I when I was going it was before I was going for the operation. I spoke to somebody that had it, and I asked them what it was like, and they said, "Oh, it's all right. It's, you're going to be in and out in just a, a few minutes. No problem at all." I said, "All right." So I went in early in the morning. And I had a whole full day of uh, meetings and work planned for later. And I walked out of there, and I, after the operation, I felt fine. And then within 20, 30 minutes, my eyes started tearing. And it just got progressively worse, tearing and tearing. The pain was just outrageous. And I, I finally had to just go home, turn off all the lights, and, and, and just lay there and say, what the hell's going on? So I called up the lady that recommended the, the operation, and I said, man... Is this supposed to be like this? Because this hurts like hell. I can't see. She goes, yeah. I didn't want to scare you. So I told you it didn't hurt. <laughs> she just tricked you on that. Like, oh, don't worry. It's it's going to be fine. And then you came back. She's like, oof, that was the worst, wasn't it? And what they country did, was this? Peru? No, El Salvador. Oh. And they did both eyes for $500. It is now, a steal. Yeah, because yeah, it's like a thousand eyes generally now for yeah. one. And it worked... Uh, I still have pretty decent eyes. And before it was yeah, legal in the U.S., right? I don't know. If, I, I don't know. I'm sure it wasn't legal. I'm sure that they probably pioneered it in the United States, but they perfected it. In I don't remember hearing shady organizations. In this, that's what, like '92. Yeah, ninety two, ninety three. So I don't remember hearing about LASIK until like maybe the end of the '90s. Well, I said it wasn't LASIK. It was. It was a knife in the eye, which I guess has always existed. <laughs> it's called knifeic. Yeah, <laughs> since since the dawn of knives, it's always been a possibility. All right, you little girl, I've told you about the blinking. <laughs> well, it still seems like a bargain, <laughs> which Budapest could be a bargain. And maybe it is. Maybe me and Terry are just missing out on. I'm taking a different flight. <laughs> <laughs> They'll see you guys that. there, suckers. <laughs> Yeah, so I got hijacked, <laughs> like, immediately into the flight. Terry's flight did get hijacked to Istanbul. She's like, I paid more, and I still have to take this stupid layover. <laughs> Mike, are you pooping on your own shoe? Like, well, yeah, I got into the customs here. And Dad, is. also subscribe to the, uh, what Mom considered the dangerous practice of uh, drinking the local water in El Salvador. At restaurants. And eating from the Amazon. That's the thing, you Tap know, is, it's the warning you hear. Like, when you go overseas, don't drink the water. I try to make you guys a little tougher. <laughs> I remember at restaurants, you would have, like, they'd give you the free cup of water because of the beginning, and, you're de- and you'd be like, keep it coming. <laughs> but what was the story? Mom said you and Uncle Joe, you were on the Amazon River, and you both ate lunch fish from the Amazon, and then your digestive tract was never the same. Well, that's true, uh, but I blame it on Africa, not South America. What happened in Africa? Well, I just... The water? They, they didn't have, like, stores that you can buy food in Eat restaurants. You had to eat everything that just, you know, off food carts that they sold on the street. And you never knew if it was going to be monkey, dog, fat, <laughs> rat. And they would sell If you drive down the road, you'd see some little kid, you know, six, seven years old, holding up this rat by the tail, and the rat would be the size of a dog. Ugh. And that was to eat. I never made you guys eat that, by the way. What did we eat, then, if they didn't have stores? 
Good. A lot question. of chicken. A lot of chicken. A lot of chicken. <laughs> and actually, we had a because you couldn't buy the food there. There was a meat company called Puritan Meat Company out of New York, and we used to get all our food fo- frozen. Ah. And you'd get like a six month supply of food, and you'd eat that. But yeah, but when you went to work, it'd be like, well, let's see what they're selling on the street. So, <laughs> yep. So it could be any number of culprits. Yes, yes, yes. I don't believe it was the water, though. Because <laughs> the water, you would have to boil it for 20 minutes, and then you would then had to filter it. So if you wanted a glass of water, it wasn't the same thing as just going to the refrigerator, popping it open and drinking it. Or else they were fined by the El Salvadorian Health Sanitation No, no, this department. was in Africa. Oh, okay. Salvadoran water's fine. Same as, same as the Mexican water. It's all, it's all kosher. Yeah, yeah. You Ground, it still goes down. You guys turned out all right. I can't imagine I drank much of it. I had mom didn't let us. Yeah, I feel like she would have really, she would have been like, mm, no, I, no, we're not doing this. <laughs> would you just fish out of the Amazon and eat too? Yeah, that's odd because I don't well, like Amazon fish. would be pretty clean. I mean, right? there's a lot of no. I mean, there's a lot of stuff, but it's a lot of different. Like, it's a. Isn't it like the most sparse wildlife area in the world? Like what? Like I'd be it's terrified. A lot of divorce. It's a lot no. of divorce. I'd be ter- and you dove into it. Yeah, yeah. dense. Yeah. Didn't you also dive in? Yeah, we 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 we. Ju- well, I don't think everybody. Did. I know I jumped in because I, I know I there, wanted to go to the Amazon. Aren't there leeches in there? Yeah, they got all kinds of piranhas, piranhas, anacondas. I think sharks are the only thing they don't have. But I gotta believe the boat people are responsible people. Tour- tourism, they wouldn't let anything happen to us. I mean, you definitely and, have to. And die. Dad with two small children. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, mom, and sole breadwinner. Dad, mom, and my godfather, <laughs> all on the same boat. Uncle Joe. Oh, We'd have been. I'd have been really hosed. Do you have Uncle Joe stories? Good Uncle. Uh... Yeah, we went to. Uh, we made all our reservations. We were living in Brasilia at the time. And about an hour away by air was uh, Rio de Janeiro, which we loved. And we went there one time for a, a weekend vacation. And we got there, and we made all the reservations through the embassy. They reserved the hotels and all that other stuff. And I remember we got to the hotel one morning, like at 6 o'clock in the morning, after a very harrowing taxi ride, <laughs> where the guy was just driving on the curb. It was just a, the taxi ride from hell. Your mother was going crazy. <laughs> But anyway, we get to the hotel, me, your mother, and Uncle Joe, and uh, we try to check in, but they say, uh, I'm sorry, we don't have any reservations. And your mother went crazy. She just couldn't believe it. Uncle Joe was just sitting down, reading a magazine, doesn't have a care in the world. Something manly. (laughs) (laughs) Not a care in the world. And I, I was spending the rest of the time trying to negotiate how we can get in, get a room. And then after about an hour or two of still just sitting there waiting, uh, your mother walks over to Uncle Joe and says, I don't know how you're so calm. And Joe says, well, what, what are we worried about? Your mother goes, we don't have any reservations. And all of a sudden, <laughs> Joe goes, no reservations? <laughs> we don't have any reservations? We eventually got in and all <laughs> But his response was pretty manly. Yes. No reservations. <laughs> was he the only family that visited in Brazil? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. But my favorite story about there is when we were living in Brazil, uh, they used to sell these cheap knockoff Rolexes. They cost like $15. Ooh. And I sent one of them. Do they still, you think? <laughs> yes, they <did. laughs> 
What it, guys, I found this sweet la- layover. It's a hundred dollars for the flight. We got to spend four hours in the ghetto of Brazil. Oh my god! In the ghetto, we can't like, leave it. The, are we still are still end goal Spain too. <laughs> yeah, they take it's. Terry's like, well, we can see like some of the sites. Like, no, it, they, they take the ghetto off. That's as far as we can go. So, what, what happened to the Rolex big one? So I sent, and it didn't come in a in a box or anything. Didn't come with instructions. So we just sent it to your Uncle Mike as a gift. And he got so, one day we were just sitting there and, and we got a call, and it was from Uncle Mike from Pennsylvania to Brazil, and he goes, oh man, how much did you guys spend on this Rolex? Because I've taken it to two or three different dealers and they can't, they, they said they won't even work on it because it's so expensive. So, well, <laughs> let me just say you spent more on a phone call than I spent on, the, on a watch. It's <laughs> awesome. Was he, was he heartbroken or... I don't know what he was thinking. I actually don't know. I don't know how he could have thought that we would have sent him a thousand or two thousand dollars out of the blue in, in just the regular mail. Not, <laughs> yeah, registered, not, not insured. Nothing. <laughs> just the regular mail. Just the regular mail. Because I took it to one dealer, and the guy says, "Well, oh wait a minute, I can't walk and work on that. Let me get the owner. He's just the one, you, the guy that usually works on these." So we got the old guy. He looked at us and says, "Oh no, man, I can't work on this." Got some shitty watch dealers in there. <laughs> and he's like, I can't believe. I mean, it's kind of odd. This Rolex broke down after like a week, but <laughs> seems like they'd have a quality warranty on that. Maybe you should contact them. Yeah, what's, the, what's the name of the Rolex dealer down there in Brazil? <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> Stefan. Esteban, I believe. I uh, I can remember a couple times. There were like sort of impromptu trips we'd have to make because you've lived for a long portion of the time in Virginia, which is about a four-hour drive essentially from Harrisburg, about three, three and a half to four. And a couple times, I think one time it was, I guess Mikey or Terry's graduation. I forget which one it was. But uh, we're not going to talk about Mikey's college graduation. No, we're not. We don't. Need to <laughs> I'm not even sure you were at my high school one. Were you? <laughs> no, he made, okay. made it to all of our high schools. Um, but I believe it was one of the high school reunions, and you were already here, and I think it's just about the end of the year, Mom was like, let's just take Christopher back with you. And I got in the car with you, again, three and a half hour ride, and you're like, all right, Christopher, I need you to keep talking of me and keep me entertained <laughs> while this car ride goes on. I think I was awake for about ten minutes into that car ride, and I was out. Yes. He didn't even make it across the river. <laughs> Which is about twenty minutes in the house, Dad- even. Dad so, forces me to stay awake in the car just to talk to him. If I dare, like, even close my eyes to blink, he, like, punches me in the I'm, shoulder. Yeah, he yelled, like, he, like a couple times, like, Christopher, boy, wake up. And I think, like, what are we talking about? Because you hit me a couple times. It's like, what are you talking, what were we just talking I about? I bought you a Game Gear. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, and I remember one time, I was like, we were talking about nothing. I don't know why that was the right answer. He's like, all right, I guess you're still following. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I really went right back to sleep, and he just drove the rest of the way in silence. My recollection is that we were picking you up from a Boy Scout camp. That was something different, I think. I do remember a Boy Scout camp. I remember you picking me up from Boy Scout camp, which was not a fun trip, by the way. There were some pretty bummer points that I got made fun of a lot and almost left behind completely. Um, there's a lot of stories, actually, that go along with that I should save for one day. But uh, what was, like, I remember you picking me up, and we were driving back, and you had car trouble on the highway, and it was pouring out. Oh, I do remember. And you pulled over, 
and you like, were working on your car. And Christopher was in half water? And I sat in the car the entire time and did nothing. <laughs> it's like, I, I mean, I guess I, there really wasn't anything I could do. I was like, I mean, yeah, it seems weird coming from Boy Scout camp, man. Like, there was nothing I could do to help. <laughs> I guess I wasn't prepared. <laughs> but I, it was like a good half hour to 40 minutes of dad, like, outside the porn. I mean, eventually an officer came by. I was like, you need any help or anything? No, I'm fine. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> you like, today's great. Bye. And it was one of those things, I think the car just stopped. And after about 45 minutes, it just started up again. Yeah. And we were able to continue the, the journey. To hell. <laughs> you don't realize how annoying it is until you're driving and the person with you falls asleep. Yeah, I could, it's, I'm, I'm aware, like, anytime it happens now, I always feel really bad about it. I can't believe you, the nerve. <laughs> so on the way back from uh, the recent trip to South Carolina, Mikey's, well, first, on the way there, you said, okay, we'll switch off halfway through. We crossed the river an hour into the trip, you're like, all right, do you mind? <laughs> It was when we had Sean Toon here for the week. It was a later night than it should have been for a 6 a.m. road trip. So then on the way back, which started the same day, really, at 11 p.m., yeah. you did it for three hours. You're like, okay, let's switch off. And then you fell asleep until we got to Camp Hill. And you slept like, your three hours, the three hours I was driving, too. But I had the remaining six. And I'm sure but I thought that was going to be the trade-off we were going to sleep. You should have woken me up. That's not my fault. <laughs> like, I was going to set an alarm like, oh, thank God, I can get up earlier than I wanted to. to keep driving. But, like, you fluttered your eyes open. At oh, yeah, I did that. Like... I was like... <laughs> <laughs> but the worst part is definitely the fact that Mikey was probably snoring. If you sleep in quiet, nobody cares. Uh, but did when I you're... snore? You don't snore. You just don't look angelic. Like, your mouth's always again. Oh, yeah. It's always, yeah. like, mouth wide open. Ready for business. <laughs> it's, tough to, it's tough to tell if you're sleeping or... <laughs> open for business. That's just a sign there. <laughs> just drop things in. Who put that sign on here? Now, <laughs> um, you about to say something? Uh, real, like, fleeting thing. The other day, I was uh, someone had given me like a Julio Vega cigar and I was smoking it while I was driving I was like, and it was a, a blast from the past because I don't know if you did it a lot but I remember at least like two or three times going on road trips and you'd get like a Julio Vega or some cigar that would come into brown yeah. like yeah. plastic tube Garcia Vega Garcia Vega and like you get a drink of whiskey too wasn't it that it was like a whiskey and a cigar uh, while well, you driving so. I don't no. know <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was every so often you'd get a whiskey and cigar was like you every so often it was a very rare thing for you but you'd, you'd enjoy one uh, uh, it was cigars uh, okay. I've never been a drinker good drinker it's that that uh, El Salvador while they're going <laughs> no no that was the African bats you ate <laughs> long before I ever went to I mean, overseas up. <laughs> I remember someone got like cologne for dad and it was shaped like a cigar and like he tried to light it and he's like why isn't this working yeah I was bitter there <laughs> the wife got me the got a, it looked just like a Garcia Vega uh -huh. cigar thing Smoke it. And it even said, it even, it, you know, I could read Spanish, and it even said something like uh, Cuban perfume on it. <laughs> but for some reason, I still thought it was a cigar. I get it, wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to weed out the idiots. <laughs> and I tried to light that bad boy up. Oh, thank God you didn't spray any of it. Well, like I, right into your mouth. <laughs> actually, and it lit it. It wasn't bad. Cologne's pretty flammable, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah. Assume, but it smelled good. Got alcohol in it. Smelled good. 
it was just funny to watch like the desperate attempt to light the the um the case. <laughs> just keeps on trying and trying. Eventually, the bottom of it got burned. It never got sad the whole time. <laughs> no. Not even a little. No. Like the no one felt to say anything. I stopped. Like the part he was trying to light just got black and burnt. <laughs> At one point, it almost fell off. There's a lot of good moments with Dad like that. I'll throw a crazy story out. Dad taking me and Terry to Hershey Stadium to see some wrestling event. Yes. Oh. And it was it was a big bummer already because we got there and it was the exact same wrestling program that had been on television the day before. Like, same matches, same finishes, same interviews. We did get the hacksaws. Same run-ins, got the hacks, the foam hacksaws. So that's the first time I figured, I figured out wrestling was fake. And then I went to the bathroom, and I couldn't find my way to, like, the bathroom on our floor, so I jumped down, like, a, um, I jumped down to the floor underneath by going under the rails, which you're not supposed to do, Use that bathroom, and then, in the course of trying to get up, like, security came by, and that's right when Dad happened to walk by and see me getting, like, getting the business from the security <laughs> team. Were you proud? And then I somehow managed to get back to my seat while Dad was out looking for me. And I sat there for, like, ten minutes, and all of a sudden, someone just, like, picked me up by, like, the nap on my <laughs> neck like I was a kitten. <laughs> and it was Dad. You sit next to me! <laughs> well, in fairness to poor Dad. <laughs> I got raped while I was looking for you. <laughs> At this time... <laughs> those hacksaws were ten dollars a piece. And they break so easily. We were living in Harrisburg... And Dad had a job down in Northern Virginia. Yeah. And every day, Dad would have to get up at 3 a.m., drive down so I can get to work by 6.30 or 7, yeah. and then turn around and make the whole journey back. Wouldn't get home till 7 o'clock, 7.30, go to sleep, do just repeat just the process. Just dinner at that point. <laughs> and uh, her mother, Terry and Mikey's mother, demanded, you don't do anything with the kids. Mm -hmm. You take the kids to WrestleMania. We started like it was it. not WrestleMania. Oh, <laughs> it was Monday Night's Raw, <laughs> if that. At Hershey, at Hershey Stadium, which is about a thirty-minute drive from our house. No title switch, please. So I had to go drive them there at like at nine o'clock at night, which is about two hours past my bedtime. Suffered through two and a half hours of wrestling, which I always hated, <laughs> <laughs> and then drive back and. Have to suffer through <laughs> my goober lost. son <laughs> getting lost on the way to the bathroom. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't have been able to do that. That I can't commute to DC. I can't comprehend how you even do the one you have now, where it's like an hour and a half each way. Yeah, it was two and a half hours. Oof! I, I, In traffic, like <laughs> rush was, hour. Well, there was no traffic on the way down. Okay, the only the traffic is on three the in the morning is not a lot of traffic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, just, I can't comprehend driving that much every day to go to work. Oh. I did it for you guys. Pre-satellite radio, so you had to change your channel or your radio stations like yes. manually as you switch through markets. Yes. Do yes. you remember one year, because uh, it wouldn't be Super Larry's Brothers podcast, I'm like, that wasn't really around when I was a kid, <laughs> but uh, one, <laughs> one time I remember, <laughs> I like the face... <laughs> One birthday, I remember you sent me. Well, I shouldn't say birthday. Is that the year you took us to WrestleMania? It, it, yeah, <laughs> okay, I took you guys to WrestleMania and the Rumble. <laughs> he, he sent me a he sent me a box of stuff in June. My birthday is again December. Just for anybody who's listening, it was like June or July. A box came that had like a happy birthday on it. 
And it must have been for a period in time you were working at Walmart because it was just a collection of discount Walmart stuff. None of it was anything that really... It was like a teddy bear. I was 12. Like I was a 12-year-old boy. It was like a teddy bear... Like, a, not G.I. Joe, but some, like, cheap <laughs> allegory of G.I. Joe action figure. So yeah. it's Korean G.I. Joe. And, and a yeah. rubber coin purse that was, like, in... Oh, was it a smiley face? It was a, no, it was a rubber coin, por- coin purse keychain in Spanish that was, like, <laughs> a, whatever, like, My Little Angel, I think. was. It had a picture of an angel in the middle of it. <laughs> it was just... It was the weirdest, like, hodgepodge of stuff that I was like, like your dad just like, oh, shit, I forgot his birthday and just, like, grabbed, like, three things off the clearance section. Do you remember this at all? Uh, no, but I, I, I find you very ungrateful. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rough I mean, I still, have, still have the teddy bear. <laughs> he still watches over my bed. I remember the, because, well, me and Terry's birthday are only a week apart. I, I do remember pretty regularly getting, like, like, I'd pick up the phone on my birthday and be like, you put your sister on the phone. <laughs> put Terry on the phone. Be like, "Happy birthday!" It's not mine. It's Mikey's. Put Mikey back. <laughs> How you doing, you birthday son of a bitch? Oh, so good times now. We said we have we have fun memories nowadays. You had uh, recently. We were uh, about a year or two ago. We were here visiting you, driving back. And we were listening to the radio. Selena's song comes on, and for those of you listening, Selena is with that. I guess maybe not your favorite, but she's definitely one of your favorite musicians, a personal hero. You'd say, yes, right? Yeah. <laughs> definitely like someone you, you An very idol. fondly admires. And then you love it, and you're like, Selena doesn't get very much play at all, especially you know now it's like Culpepper, Virginia. Yeah, <laughs> ten years later. But uh, following that, Paul Simon comes on. Another one of your like favorite uh, artists, and it was like well, that's that's pretty strange. Like it's like a radio station built for you, Dad. Like it's like your two favorite people back to back, and we're like pulling into your house, and the next song comes on, and it's like Bruce Springsteen. That's like your guy. It was like wow, Dad, this is like a radio station perfectly built for you. You're so happy. You're like, man, I really got to keep track of this radio station afterwards. Dad said like, this you, is the soundtrack to your life. Yeah, and he gets out of the car. And he's like. Oh, wait, that was just my iPod that was plugged into your car playing my songs on shuffle. In fairness to Dad, Dad never had a car that had the iPod capability. Was not aware that it would automatically play your iPod songs when you plugged it in. But yes, I, I do get a lot of grief over that. Like, Dad was heartbroken after that. He's like, I really thought there was a soundtrack on. I really, there was like a moment in life. He was like, there's a music station out there built for me. I should probably talk to them and become a DJ. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to want to know about me. (laughs) Some people with that eclectic music taste. So, uh, any other dad stories you want to throw out there? The goose one from here. What? Oh, do you want to tell a story about when you choked that duck to death with bread? (laughs) You killed all those ducks at that like highway zoo. I was allegedly, and it was a, what's that stupid park in the, just after the Pennsylvania border or Maryland Catechin? It's something like that, Catechin here. Catechin Zoo, and I was out there with uh, Terry's mom. I don't know why you guys weren't around. I don't recall you guys being. I'm here. sure you just took Terry because it was more fun. No, I don't even. 
Because her mother was there. And I don't even remember her mother, uh, any Is of you guys being Is this the same there. place that in pictures it's Mikey, like, shirking away from the snake? No, that's, no, that's Clyde Peeling's reptile yes. farm. Yeah. That's in PA. But anyway, we were out there, and there was a sign that said, Do not feed the ducks. But that's I had like, a little piece of that. bread. Doesn't mean me. <laughs> had a little piece of bread, so I just tossed it in there. And one of the stupid ducks started, <laughs> started choking away. So I just grabbed her, Mikey's mom, and said, all right, we got to go. <laughs> we were never here. Did, didn't call anybody for help. You just like, nature's going to find a way. You got some bad animal stories. Uh, yeah, th- there was one actually at this hotel where I was in the room. Like, I brought my Xbox with me, so I was playing that. While Dad was outside getting food, <laughs> and when he came back, he said, "There's a duck outside, like chasing me." It was a goose. <laughs> Much like bigger. A, it was the most aggressive goose I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it just started following me. Then, as it got, get, kept walking closer and closer, I kept walking faster and faster, and all of a sudden, it started pecking at me. Did you stare off? No, I just started running. <laughs> that little son of a bitch was, was after me. I do want to tell a story about, uh, uh, since you guys had uh, John Boy and Tommy on the other day. Uh, you also dressed up like a cheerleader from Holy Name at one point. Oh, no. Negative, negative. But it was one of the times uh, Uncle Tom, I guess, changed his uh, religion a couple of times. Because he was, he was obviously Catholic at one time. Yeah. And then he went to Baptist. And then he came back to Catholic, mm-hmm. which made your, your grandparents so happy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then he went back to Baptist. Yeah. But anyway, there was one time when he was coming up to visit. And uh, your grandmother said to your grandfather, I've got to go out and get some food for, for Tom. Because they're well known for devouring it all once <laughs> Yes. And she mentioned that, well, i got to get some potato chips and some other stuff for for Tom's visit. And your grandfather said, let the Baptist get his own potato chips. (laughs) That's great. I can picture that. That's an awesome story. (laughs) Nothing but love there, though. Any stories, Darren? Mm, I can't think of any. Uh, I'll ask Dad to tell a story about you marching in a specific parade in New York as a kid. Not the gay one. <laughs> okay, I was like, wait, did Dad march in the <laughs> gay pride? This is going to be a really groundbreaking podcast. No, it was the Puerto Rican Day Parade. <laughs> because I played for a Puerto Rican Little League team. Because? In New York? Well, I don't know. My dad got... My dad was uh, Spanish, so uh, he, he hung around the, the Puerto Rican community, so he was well-known there. And he just got us a... He knew the coach of the Puerto Rican... I mean, of the Puerto Rican uh, Little League team. So he got me and my my brother Michael slots on the team. But we never played. They never trusted us. <laughs> they never used to tell us where the practices were. <laughs> so we never knew when to show up. They didn't tell us when games were sometimes. They just hated it. I guess they only did as a favor to my dad. But the coach really wasn't into it. Well, your dad was probably like a tan guy. Yes, he was. But he could, pro- he could pass for Latino. You guys, yes, you and Michael definitely are pretty Caucasian. It was clearly like the two white kids marching in the parade, like opposite of uh, everybody well, else. Uncle Mike did have a little bit of tan to him, but I didn't know. <laughs> and I had a huge head. <laughs> in pictures, it's shocking. Like 
It's almost like medical pictures. Really? <laughs> Not really. Like a little, just a giant head with like a like tiny body like flopping <laughs> underneath. Let's not draw attention to ourselves in this parade. <laughs> when did you tr- pretend you were Jewish? I was just about to say. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> when did you get like a Jewish belt? Oh, that was just before we went, I think we went to Africa. Before we went to Africa. It was just a belt that somebody was selling, a leather belt, and it said Shalom on it, so I got it. I took some spankings from that belt. <laughs> I hated that belt. <laughs> for the longest Wait, time, you thought... that the same belt? Yeah. For the longest time. You, you had it for a long time. Yeah, you yeah. spanked him with the Jewish belt? I can't imagine. You thought Shalom meant <laughs> spanking? Yeah, I'm <laughs> bad Mikey. Someone like a rabbi told you Shalom, you're like, you motherfucking popcorn. What do you think you're getting away with that, man? <laughs> Another story I heard from Mom was that you used to tell people you were a Vietnam vet for fun? <laughs> like no, strangers? No, that's not true. <laughs> we would tell... At parties? Oh, wait. We'd be at parties, we'd be drinking, and then I would start telling a Vietnam War story. <laughs> and then I would, at the end, I would just get up and say, wait a minute, i got to go. I've had too much to drink. I've never been to Vietnam. <laughs> it was all a joke. It people was, must have loved you at first. Nobody took me seriously. <laughs> so, like... So mom was right. You pretended to be a Vietnam vet at parties. Well, I know. It was almost like a long, more McDonald-style joke. joke. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever get a negative reaction at the end of that? No. 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 How graphic were the stories? Was it ever like... Oh, probably something you just saw in the movies. Step in your best friend's head (laughs) in a pile of guts. It used to be your best friend. Wait, did you... um, Were your first words to mom really pass the pretzel, babe? It probably was. (laughs) I like that. It's a sweet, charming line. Well, Mikey's first word was agua. Agua, bilingual. You said it was coke. No, was mine, mine was coke. Oh, it's yeah, it's really degrading. Mikey's was bilingual. Terry's was technically two words because she said pretty flowers. Mine was coke, but <laughs> mine had a pretty good use. I could order my own drinks when we went to a restaurant. So, do you remember Chris? You were saying to go, to go, to go, to go, to go when he was little. Yes. No. You don't. Uh, no. It was a lot. Really? And saying, help me, help me, when he's in supermarkets. <laughs> no, no, I said... I thought that was you. No, it was no. me. It was, help me, help me, and it was, my mom was pushing me around. And I, it, it's like, to this day, I was like, the genius in me. I used to scream, not my mommy, not <laughs> my mommy. And she had to, like, explain, like, no, this is my child. I don't know why he's doing this. Or why five years from now he'll poop his pants all the time. <laughs> There's a lot of mysteries. This kid is an enigma wrapped in them. In the maid's room. <laughs> look, a, the, the, Albert Einstein's mother thought was told that he'd be an idiot too, but he turns out to do some pretty incredible it's things. It's like, oh, we ran out of film on the podcast. It's all, <laughs> There's no moss. <laughs> 17 years from now, this kid's going to be a brilliant podcaster. Is Mikey going to be named Mikey? He's always going to be that. Yeah, uh, Mikey, Mikey was always Joe. named Mikey. And Chris sure was going to be Casey, though. Until Dad stepped in. Yeah, I think so. I never liked the name Casey. How come twice with two kids that were boys, like, the mothers always picked, like, the worst name? But your, your, but name's te- your name is Alex, but your technical name is Alexandro. Alexandro. No, no. Yeah, but his, his name, his mom wanted to call him Nolan. Ooh. Nolan's not bad. It's all right. I didn't like no. Nolan. I'd probably prefer Alex over that. And the, o- just, the, the only thing that saved him was the fact that there's some kind of double... Uh, condes- what do you call it? Condescension. Yeah, double, double con- in Spanish for Nolan. So they, they, she's found out that people would be making fun of him because of that. What did Nolan mean in Spanish? I don't remember. I don't remember. Like he's just amiable. <laughs> 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 homosexual. <laughs> Big flaming bear. <laughs> it's not important. 
<laughs> the elephant that walks. <laughs> Who knows? So do you, when you write your name on things then, Alex, do you, like, if someone asks for your full name, do you write Alexandro? Uh, yeah. Is Alexandro, like, a... It's pronounced Alejandro, isn't it? No, because that's with the J... Uh, yeah. It's actually just a mixture. Yeah, I was going to say, I like it was basically, like, Ali, Ali is Alejandra. Alejandra, yes. And then this was, like, Alex, but let's make it the same kind of naming convention, so let's just make Alexandra. Like, it's not, that's like a name that yeah. exists generally, right? Well, I think they're probably, I don't think he's the only one, but yeah. There's just Alex, Alex and Andrew. It's and he loves the Spanish heritage, too. When did I say this? Do you speak Spanish? No. Un poquito. <laughs> <laughs> Un meat lover's pizza. That's not, that's not Spanish. I remember it was always a little annoying when we were living down, when we had to go visit you because the dummy, our stepmom, spoke Spanish. And the only time you'd really hear is when she was talking with her family or when she was tattling on you. It was <laughs> yeah. always very clear to when it was happening. I would hear a bunch of words I wouldn't understand, like, Game Boy! I'm like, damn it, this is me getting shit on for playing too much Game Boy. Rolero Gigantico. He's so big as a boy. Gordo! Gordo! Marty, it's so Gordo! Who is Gordo? I'm like, come on now. What does that mean? What's Gordo? Pretty? Am I so pretty? Handsome? I mean, handsome, yeah. I'll take pretty. So of all your kids growing up, Dad, who do you think would be successful? What, what were your thoughts as Dad, you, know the answer. you saw us grow up? I thought you were all a bunch of losers. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe any of you made it this far. <laughs> you know, I knew it wasn't going to be me just based on report cards. <laughs> That's why you got to say to C minus in history. He says this is his favorite subject. <laughs> That's why you got Sam's Yeah. <laughs> but I do remember telling Christopher one time that he was a good-looking kid. I told him the Spanish word for that is guapo. Mm. And he got all indignant. He goes, Daddy, I know enough Spanish to know that means I'm fat. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why did I say that? <laughs> like three years ago. <laughs> a week ago. Remember when we bought the house? <laughs> and he wouldn't believe me when I said, no, that means good-looking. No, done, Dad. means fat. <laughs> when was, like, I feel like for a long time I deluded myself into not believing I was fat, too. Like, I was just like, yeah, that's the thing. Just I'm comfy. Yeah. It wasn't until I was out of high school. I'm like, oh, I'm so big. <laughs> 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 oh, Papa John, come and cover me. <laughs> it's like one time I was defensive with you. Like, no, you're calling me fat, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, can you put a disclaimer at the end of this this podcast so that Peter po- people don't come after me? The statute of limitations have got to run out. I'm sure that duck's fine. And that dog. Dog and duck. A lot of cats. All these things. All the animals mentioned awesome. in this podcast are fine. All the animals you ate in Africa. Or they died naturally. That Those fish wanted to be eaten. They, um, they were cultish. You know, they kind of wanted to transcend to the Stop next trying life. to lie for death. And no, I'm covering for him as well. <laughs> I can hear Pete turning the mics off like, oh, you okay, we don't need to go I think this, this idiots bought it, Christopher. You said that right into the microphone. <laughs> oh, okay, well, now I'll definitely do it. This <laughs> idiots totally bought it, Mikey. He's <laughs> got closer. Oh. Uh, well, it wouldn't be Super Air's podcast, so we don't talk about a couple other things. Let's say anybody has other stories I want to get out. This opportunity may never come up again. Ever. 
knows? Don't you want to talk about how I might Terry die tomorrow. Don't you want to talk about Terry and how she tripped? It's your turn to drive tomorrow. Oh, we're doing turns? Oh, but my legs hurt so much. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of hurt my knee walking today. <laughs> Do you understand? Is it Sympathy okay? pains. It's okay. Do you need Yeah, I, uh, oh, I'm feeling kind of fat today. So. <laughs> Still a little guapo. Terry, did you see, when I went to Starbucks, they didn't get me my eggnog chai latte. They just gave me an eggnog latte with just coffee in it. I didn't like it at all. She makes me gassy. I'm kind of sad. <laughs> and bloated. You have to feel bad for me enough to take on driving. I'll totally stay awake. <laughs> We're all in agreement no one's pooping here tonight, right? Wait, you're pooping in or Dad's the, bathroom. Or tomorrow morning. I thought we agreed we were all going to be pooping in Terry's room. No, no. <laughs> that's, no why would we agree to that? Yeah, that's, I'll do it right now. I mean, I'll go where I need to. <laughs> <laughs> Any port in the storm. You're not going to pass. the closest. I don't. <laughs> no, that's a different story. The There's sled. a bathroom downstairs. Closest port in the storm is not the same as any slanted concrete. Well, no, what I'm saying is closest port. This room will go to the slanted concrete bathroom. It's It's... It's a tough day. Oh, they got a Turkish bathroom in here. No, they don't. It's just a room. Only a couple times in my life I've ever been to dump so bad it's ashamed of myself. So I feel pretty safe in this. And I'm not going to snore, Terry. So that's like, you know, a stinky dump. That, go, that comes and goes. At least you get a good night's sleep. We should put a picture up with this podcast about how tiny this bed is we're sharing tonight. We're not sharing this bed. We're sleeping over there. They have a second bed. Those oh, two are going to Those two are sharing a bed. Which is why everybody poops. Oh, no. yeah. Now I fully endorse that. No. Oh. It's too late for Let's that. Let's a quick show of hands. So. Chris, you don't put your hand Oh, I would like to note, though, there, here's Chris another story. Uh, this was when Alex was still, not a baby, but you were probably like one or two years old. We were at a family reunion, Larry's family reunion, and one bedroom was like the, you know, our dad's family room. So... It was one big bed, and there was, like, one smaller bed to the side. I think Allie slept in there, and then I think I was the only, like, only one of your, like, these three kids to be there. So it was me. Oh, I'm sure it wasn't, because I'm sure I had to drive your ass down. <laughs> no, I think I was down there with Dad already, and he took me down. All right. If well, I had my drugs, I would have taken you. Yeah. Terry. <laughs> I dropped off nothing but Sam's choice in this bed. My mom didn't always let me pick up my favorites. Sometimes but, I had to buy the garbage, too. Terry gets, <laughs> Terry gets in the car, and Dad opens the glove box, and it's Coca-Cola cans. I it knew it. Dad, myself, and little, like, a very young Alex in the bed sleeping at night. And Alex was right in the middle, oh, and it was not a very large bed. And I was super uncomfortable because you you would like spread out a little bit. And I remember being like, "Oh, he's like a baby. I don't want to. Like, I'll just I'll work around." It was like like half of my body was hanging off. I had no covers. Like my head was like craned down. It was the most uncomfortable thing. And then you were such an annoying brat the rest <laughs> of the day that when the next night came around, it was really like boom, boom, <laughs> just spread out, crushing this baby as far as I could. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> I really got the distance in there. It was a super comfy night from thenceforth. <laughs> I sense a pattern of where you guys are being really rude and pussy. <laughs> what about I've raised some real monsters. <laughs> yes. what, what about the um, egg fart at, at Raw? Like, it was very recent. Like, we went to Raw up in Hershey. So as soon as we were leaving, like, someone fought it in the car. And it smelled like rotten eggs. I don't believe I was there. <laughs> you weren't yeah, there for that. Okay. I'm sure it happened. So this was... limits the suspect list. <laughs> it was? So, no, I do remember this. It was you. <laughs> you used to no, listen. It, it was Dad. Dad admitted to it in uh, the car. 
As you already had a knife to Alex's throat. <laughs> I feel like it's the hot dog on the floor store. Yeah. He's just been a pin on Dad until all week. No, Dad said that he had, like, eggs for breakfast, and they weren't cooked enough, and you still blame me for this. I have no recollection. <laughs> That's not for me to turn into probably Alex. Alex. Ew. What did I do? Ew, heart. Gross. You're disgusting. Dad drove you up to Hershey's. All I had, all I had to eat that day was, like, a sausage biscuit, and that was it. Ew, those gross sausage biscuit the, parts are the worst. Oh God. All the nice things we've done for you, and this is how you thank Too us. Too much leche in your stomach. This is why you guys got to stand for as children. Uh, I don't feel we deserve it. It's a source part. Uh, Dad refuses to admit that it happened. <laughs> Me and Terry got coke as children while you guys got sand school. Well, that's because you got when Dad had, had, had cooled off, and then I, I don't think there's ever has there ever been a time in Alex's life where he hasn't eaten the food on the table and you kept him there until he did. No, that never occurred. <laughs> so there's never a time when he was eating chicken with huge clumps of fat attached to it. Oh, you're a liar. You did that nope. recently. I never did. Yes, you did. The pot pie? Remember that? I remember sitting at a restaurant at like 7 or 8. Like, Allie, Allie made these nice pot pies, but there was like, it tasted so, like, like, a lot of gravy. It tasted like Dad's egg story with Mom when she poured too much salt. There were... And I said, I don't like them because it tastes like a pound of gravy on these pot pies. And he made me sit there for like an hour and eat it. You didn't eat it. It was in little Dixie cup size dishes. And all we wanted him to do, because Allie, Allie cooked them, Alex's older sister. Once again, too much gravy. And uh, our little sister, who can't be here with us, but we wish she had. Oh, but she's probably goofing she, off at TJ Maxx. But she's, she's been texting me, by the way. Oh, uh, me too. About this? Yeah. Yes. She's texting me too. Uh, wait, what? Is she saying anything? She like tell those. She's like, "Where are you?" We'll and see if like, she listens. Allie smells like poop. That's uncalled <laughs> for. I wish she had been here. If only she just apparently hadn't been so grumpy in the morning. Purple oh. monkey dishwasher. He's <laughs> like, I sat through forty minutes of a Game of Thrones draft. It was more than forty minutes. Oh yeah. Christopher oh, yeah. flings. We had to do that again sometime. It was so much fun. Christopher flings rainbow poop at Allie. Take that for not coming. Sweet. What was the other topic you were going to bring up? Uh, no, I was going to bring up, uh, if you guys, I, I talked about it to Dad in an email, but uh, there's a product out there, it's called The Think, and it's like a triangle that like goes on your forehead, you like hook it around the ear, and it has two settings, like one's for energy and the other's like soothing, and what it does is like, I guess, puts pressure into your forehead to basically invoke those feelings in you, and it's like a $300 thing, and I've, I've I don't want it, but I'm like... Should I complete my hipster-esque persona and just move into getting, like, the douchiest technology possible and just start walking around the house with a think on, like, a big triangle on my forehead and be like, hey, everybody. You got, like, the think on. Getting kind of tired, right? Not for me. You got the think on, then you got Google Glasses, then you got the, like, Apple Watch. It's very Star Trek-esque. Yeah. That's so stupid. It makes me want to hit you for even like. Well, it'll be here Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it's coming in soon. Here's a guy. picture of somebody using the thing. Wait, put the thing up. That looks like a band aid. Looks like a nicotine patch. They look like morons. They look like something out of Star Trek. They look like they got hit in the head with a baseball bat, and <laughs> that's the band aid they use. That just seems lazy. And I'm sure it's very similar to the little death machine that Terry made me get at some. <laughs> Running fair. Wait, what machine? 
a little, it was a little electronic thing that had uh, prongs that you would stick on. I mean, electrical wires that, that you stick on to, like a, I don't know, like gauze kind of thing. You stick it on your skin. I don't remember making you get that. Oh, you made me get it. Dad's <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember. There's been a lot of I don't recalls here this, tonight. Dad's like, oh, I remember this. This, this does seem vivid to you. Was this the half marathon in Richmond? Yes, it was. That was the best pre-race. Yes, it expo. was. It, it did have a great expo. <laughs> I was almost going to run it this year too. I was considering it's it. like the happiest it's, half or something. Uh, if it's not just over, it's like right coming up too. It's I was really amazing. It. Fifty-nine dollars is what I remember. I don't remember asking that. You about that. Fifty-nine, huh? Well, that that if she made you do that, you also bought a second one by yourself at, like, the mall inside of Fairfax. Ooh. No, I didn't. Alex is starting to tell a different story. <laughs> and then, no, he's, and he's then, a That's why we have Alex here. <laughs> he's got these newer stories. And then you got... Did you just spank him? Ow! Tell better stories. Go ahead. Came from an awkward angle on that. So I've been looking up to see what I could get to be the most... Like douchey piece of hipster technology out there. Don't be hipster. What's that? Monocle. <laughs> monocle. That's well. That's not technology though, unless it's like Google Glass monocle. Yeah. Oh, that would be the. That bad. would be. I, I. That actually would sound pretty sweet. <laughs> but, uh, has but not like it. Like you have to squint to keep it there. Yeah. <laughs> so one thing here are apparently palm-sized uh, rover helicopters, like okay. the little like handheld ones. Oh. Oh, that sweet. you control with your hand movements. Oh. So it's like oh. me walking around the house like, Hello, Mikey, have you prepared to face my helicopter army? Not again. <laughs> <laughs> and I just use them to knock food out of your hand. <laughs> like every every time you spend 20 minutes making a burrito, a little helicopter just comes by and crashes into the place. You're like, Fine, I'm ordering pizza. <laughs> You're like, That's $70 per drone. This is costing you money. <laughs> Not like the helicopter pilot strikes again. <laughs> I like the vessel cup. The vessel, I, did I tell you about that, or did you... No, I think I mentioned it to you guys. Okay, it's a cup that so does nothing but just tell you what's in it. Like it, what, what you poured in it. Yeah, what you poured into it, it'll recognize <laughs> what it is, and it'll give you readouts, it'll track your statistics. Based on weight? No, it just it analyzes what's in there. I guess the it can... Chemical mix yeah, or something? That yeah. just grabs something random from the room. Like that thing that, when the, the ring and specter that he put on, it's like, oh, here's the last ten people that wore this ring, like... Somehow, yeah. Why did all of those people wear that ring at one time? And how did how did their DNA get on that ring? Fingerprint. But when it gets years and years, I mean, like two of those characters have been dead for like six years. Evidence of who that guy was even originally. And the latest character got blood all over the ring. So how would you track that DNA with the first um, the person who last wore it with all their DNA mixed in? It was odd. Yeah. Odd job. Uh, there's another one I've seen here. It's called the Ring, coincidentally, and it's a giant. The movie. It's enormous ring, <laughs> like black ring, but it lets you control your phone with hand apps, like hand movements. So I could be like Twitter, <laughs> post tweet. Great Chris, day today. Chris is doing a lot of hand job references <laughs> right yeah, now. Yeah. He can't see. I'm like activate Facebook, Facebook Messenger, Messenger. Chris was like send tweet. <laughs> like why is why is my twi- why is my Twitter activation look like a blowjob thing? Like just you just want to sign your Twitter real quick. Okay, all right, Twitter. Oh. Recipes. Twitter. Oh, well, uh. <laughs> Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> 
just like furiously hand chopping. <laughs> like Mike, that's when you come home. I haven't told you anything. at work. <laughs> you're, you're like slowly sneaking out with the butterfly net. Oh, I didn't download the Twitter app yet. That's right. Hey, can we have one more disclaimer? Okay. That uh, I've never had a DNA test to actually prove that Michael and Christopher are my sons. Neither did he do it for me either. He's not paying it for any of these kids. <laughs> not even Terry. No, Terry, he'll just assume it's always true. Which, obviously, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you, uh, you you said that comment uh, directly to me, I believe, after I posted up a message one time that was like, God made a mistake, but he didn't make me gay based off the way I, <laughs> I devour this cookie, <laughs> my cookie stirring spoon. Because I really would deep throat it. I was like, oh, oh. I was like, oh, oh I'm a great gay guy. <laughs> like, I just polished it off so fast. What was this? I I was making cookies, as I do. And I had a lot of cookie dough left on the spoon. And I was like, well, I mean, that cookie dough is going to go to waste. So I just like, oh. And I just polished it off so efficiently. Oh. And I was so impressed. I was like, I made the joke. I was like, God really made a mistake, but he didn't make me gay based off the way I polished <laughs> off that cookie stirring spoon. And I... Was so enamored with the joke, I posted on Facebook and Twitter. Like the next day too, like maybe you know people yeah. didn't see it. Like. And I just I got one comment from Dad. I was like, "Ew, I need to have a DNA test." I was next, like, "Oh, I thought this was." On your Facebook, they say change your status to, to homosexual. I'm like, "Hey, no, I just that's why the joke. I'm not gay. If I was, man, what a world I'd be. <laughs> this would be pretty sweet. <laughs> this would be so awesome." Well, that's food tells otherwise. I feel like. I would work well with having a lot of these cool pieces of technology. Except the iWatch. The what's iWatch it? is just lame. Both what's, of you have But you look like hipsters. It's an Apple Watch, not an iWatch. I'm going to call it the iWatch. You guys were also the same ones who got the Pebble. So I That's because we were into wearable technology. That's because I got From the beginning. Yeah. From the beginning. From the beginning, yes. Now, where's your Pebble now? Early adopter. It's sitting so on the table. Call. And this the Pebble is recognized as one of the best smartwatches ever built. That's pretty sweet. Better than theirs. Would you, because now we have all of us in this family, all of the Larioses underneath Dad have iPhones, would you get an iWatch, Mikey? No. I don't wear a watch now. Like, it seems, it like, that feels like a giant step backwards going back to wearing a watch. I used to wear watches. That's not my watch. I mean, I'll take it with me. You think I won't? (laughs) I used to wear watches all the time as a kid, but now I have a cell phone. Like, why would I ever need a watch? You think that, but then it comes and, in. What if the phone dies? And 15 years separated from that decision, I still haven't changed my mind. Plus, I run mostly on a treadmill. I already got something telling me what calories. Look at the, um, look at the charger in the car. You don't run outside at all? Just for the big races. Toots. <laughs> <laughs> Toots. <laughs> yeah. Your sister? Now, did I you, stand by it. Didn't you just run a race in uh, high heels? There was No, there was no running at all. There was no running? That. No, I was all walking at a, a gentleman's pace. In high heels. In a mile, yeah. To raise awareness for something. I forget what it was. Domestic abuse. <laughs> it was <laughs> only, like I did it for something. It was something. only three days ago, right? Not important. Yeah, it was yesterday. Was it <laughs> shits and giggles? Mikey, yeah, no, hold on. Is it for AIDS? Mikey's was it nose prevention? <laughs> <laughs> was this about people with enormously large noses who can't afford the nose reduction? Is that why they gave me a check at the end of the race? <laughs> oh, We're so sorry, sir. <laughs> I did. I should comment, Terry, too, because we've we've talked a couple times about the Muppets uh, on the show and yeah. now the show. Uh, did you hear the unfortunate news that the showrunner has left the Muppets over disagreements and that the show will be undergoing a hard reboot? 
uh, when it comes back from hiatus. It's been picked up for a full season. And apparently it's like one of the most popular, is maybe the most popular new show from like that prime demographic. Ugh. But I guess there's Ugh. a lot of disagreements about the direction of it, and the showrunners just left. And when the show comes back, it's going to reboot. I don't know how, I guess it'll just be like starting over, basically. Oh, that sucks. And changing, I don't know, the format of it. Maybe stop treating them like people. Oh. Oh! oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Note for anybody who's listening concerned, our father is still with us. Uh, a little stinkier, but still alive. I came this close to death. <laughs> he was on death's door. Uh, and once again, nobody from Valerio's family stopped to help him in the moment of need. No, Mike, we did what we do. Valerius went down and we rushed to his aid. Mike, with, was with humor, cursing <laughs> him with jokes and laughter. Yeah, not one person had 911 on their but ter- telephone. Terry's the villain of this. Hope or death farted. This proves his family's totally you worthless. Kicked, you kicked dad off the bed. bed. You like kicked him off the bed. What do you totally mean? Totally worthless. Our old father farted himself into a stroke. <laughs> Send somebody quickly. <laughs> Sorry. Diagnosed with farter notice. Oh, it's smelly. Hurry, please. Go quickly. Just go through red lights. <laughs> the room is filling with gas. You've got to save him. Hurry. Oh, it's really smelly. <laughs> I won't be in the room. You just go to the room. I'll tell you later. It's somewhere on the third floor. Oh, oh, oh. It's me, like, leaving there. No, I was telling everybody, the funniest part, though, is if you listen to it, the first comment is, like, and then you like, ew. Like an old woman, like, ew. 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 And then Terry's like, red, like, viciously angry. Get out of the bed! I know what happened! She came out when she heard it. And in the freaking, like, Terry, he had a hot dog for dinner. And had boil campero for lunch. I knew as soon as he sat down it would happen. He ate, he ate fish on the Amazon. Terry knew like, this was going to happen eventually. Like, seriously, she kicked him out of the bed, and that's why he was wobbling over. He's fine. You <laughs> pushed him off the bed. That could have been my last steps. Yeah, Terry. You would have been my last steps. I was hoping his pants would fall Terry. completely down in front of Christopher. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, nothing was protected. Like, blows your hair out of style. I'm going to have to desanitize this mic afterwards. <laughs> Do you not wear like a little, a little bit. <laughs> A little bit of <laughs> Are they like a size too big or something? Like all the backwards ass and gape on the microphone. A little oh, bit. No. A little bit of diarrhea comes onto the mic. <laughs> Like it just lands in the microphone. Like, oh, oh my god, <laughs> legs kicking. The microphone used to be white. Now it's I guess brown. I'll forever know what Dad's bowels sound like. <laughs> that I'm sneezing. That's what that sound yeah. is. Yeah, I'm sneezing into the towel. Just poop dripping down the mic. <laughs> The microphone Okay, but just, again, everybody, just to let you know, our father is still alive with us. The microphone used to be cool. And he's good. We rushed now to his room. Yeah. But we were all heroes. Uh, Terry Terry did all did heroes. Terry, do you feel like, you know, do you feel like you can relate to Dad a little bit more now today? <laughs> no. Like you and him have gotten a little bit closer from this? I have sympathy for Dad. You guys are still fine. Terry's out of Terry, did you fart the entire way down to, like, my Charles! Point I would like to make. Terry has been ridiculing us for not helping her. She did squat for her dad. She does squat. I that Terry was like, "Oh, dad, what's happened?" She was like, "Get away from my dead father!" Ew. 
have kicked you into that ambulance if she could have. Like, get out of here! <laughs> my bed's gonna smell! Now you ruin my pillows. Okay, but there we go, everybody. Thank you for listening. And Sorry, uh, no Muppet talk. <laughs> no, you were waiting for the 40-minute Muppet conversation. Sadly, it won't be. Next time, Terry swings by for one. Totally. <laughs>